Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. The topic of today's podcast is how to get your husband to help more. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now and like you're doing all of the things, this is definitely the guide for you. So I hope you'll download it. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how to get your husband to help more. So let me start by telling you a story. Maybe you can relate. My client, Melissa, was really frustrated with her husband for a lot of reasons. She was definitely feeling like she had the bulk of the work around the house to do. But interestingly, one of the biggest complaints she had, one of the times she felt most hurt, was that he didn't help her carry in the groceries. And that might seem like a silly thing, but it really bothered her. It made her, it was making her angry. Like she literally said, this is making me so angry that he will just sit by and watch me walk in and out with the groceries and not help me. And so the way that she handled that was by giving him the silent treatment. So whenever a client says that they're angry, we want to look beneath the anger as the emotion and try to get to the heart of the matter. And so that's what we did with Melissa. And we discovered that what she was actually feeling was uncared for and unloved. Melissa thought in her mind, if her husband really cared about her and loved her, that he would get up and help her carry the groceries in, or at least offer, but he didn't. And so this tension between them went on for years. Melissa would come home with the groceries, carry them in by herself, get angry because her husband didn't help, give him the silent treatment, and then the whole rest of the evening would be ruined. So Melissa was assuming that by giving her husband the silent treatment, he would read her mind and get the idea that he should start helping carry in the groceries. But you guys, he never got the message. What he did was get angry, right? Now he's angry and she's angry. And when he got angry, he would draw, withdraw into his man cave. And so as you can see, Melissa's tactic, like the way she was trying to solve this problem and deal with it, was well-intentioned, but it wasn't working. You know, and she kept trying to communicate to him, but this method of communication wasn't working, but yet she kept repeating it over and over again because she just didn't know any other way. And also, you guys, sometimes when we're not aware of the fact that how we're handling something isn't quite working or the right way, we just kind of mindlessly keep repeating it. And so it's really, it was really great to bring this conversation to light to see how we could help Melissa. And so I want to explain to you that the reason that this particular tactic didn't work for her is because giving the silent treatment to a man is a surefire way to tell him that he's being criticized. And when a man feels criticized, his defenses go up. It's like he's ready for battle. He's ready for war. And so that is what's happening. And inside the man's mind, like instead of him thinking, I should help my wife, He subconsciously is thinking, she doesn't think I'm good enough, or she thinks I've failed. 
and he totally doesn't get what's going on, the full picture of it. But these feelings that he's thinking, she's giving me the silent treatment, she's obviously mad at me, that means that I didn't do something right and I'm not good enough. Well, these, these thoughts are very hurtful to a man. And then when they feel hurt, then they act out in anger and they put up an armor like, right, to protect themselves, like suiting up for battle. So girls, like no matter how much your husband loves you, this reaction to being criticized is instinctual. It's how men are. And so this not getting enough help around the house is not just only with Melissa. Like a lot of marriages have this problem and a lot of us are not solving it right. And so that's what I wanted to talk with you guys about today. I even did a little bit of research and on a survey, disagreements about household chores was cited as one of the top three reasons for couples who got divorced. That's right below infidelity and drifting apart. I mean, that seems crazy and sad. You guys, like, are we really ending marriages because we can't agree who should carry in the groceries or clean the toilet? I mean, I know that in in the heat of the moment in everyday life, it can seem so infuriating and unfair when you feel like you're doing the bulk of the chores. And I get that. But would you agree when you step back and take a look at it? It's a very sad reason for a marriage to end. It's all about perspective sometimes, you guys. And I think it's not actually the chores themselves that are the problems. It could be the beliefs about the chores. Like we all come into our marriages with different beliefs about who should do what. So maybe you grew up in a house where the man took care of all of the outside chores, but your husband despises working outside. So you find yourself having to do it or hire it out and spend money on it. Or maybe your husband's mom did all of the ironing for his father back in the day when we actually did a lot of ironing, right? So maybe your husband thinks that you should be doing all of his ironing. Or maybe you're like my client, Melissa, and you really just wanna be acknowledged and get some help from time to time, right? I think Melissa's message when we discovered she really just wants to know that she's cared for and loved, that's really what it boils down to. And so, I wonder, have you and your husband ever had a conversation about who should do what? Or do you just assume like how things would go? You might be surprised how many people actually don't have this conversation. We just kind of think we'll figure it out along the way. But the crazy thing is that the lack of communication is what's getting in the way and causing resentment to build. Also, another like thief of joy in our marriage is this criticism that we mentioned earlier. A lot of us tend to criticize how our husbands do the chores. And this leads to them doing less chores or fewer chores. Because when a husband feels criticized for how he's doing the chores, he is getting the message that he's not good enough. Then they eventually give up and stop stop trying. So I want you to keep that in mind as you're negotiating and figuring out your chores in your house. And I just want to say also, there's no one right way to divide the labor in your home, right? Like there's no magic template. Every family will do this differently. But what's most important is that the division will work for both of you, that you're both winning, that you're both satisfied with how things are. And so I do have a little three-step process for you if you want to work on this in your house. I would recommend first 
that you write down all the chores that are on your mind that need to get done and how often they need to be done. And be sure to include both the inside and the outside chores. You could also prioritize which ones are most important if you want, or you can wait and do that later. But then take the list and each of you write your name next to the chores that you will do. And I'm guessing that this usually like starts easily. We can easily take some things and then it kind of gets down to a few chores at the end that neither of us wants to do. So like, then what do you do? Well, then you can do some negotiating. Like, could you take turns on those chores if neither of you really wants to do them? Or could you each agree to take on one chore that you don't like for the sake of the other person? That would work out, right? That'd kind of be an even trade. Or something like really loving to do would be to take on the thing your husband hates doing the most or maybe take it from him once in a while. Or could you work on those yucky, less desirable chores together? Maybe you could hang out that way, right? You could also hire someone to do some of the chores if you can find the funds. And sometimes when you really look at it, it's worth hiring it out because it, it creates more time and um, connection in your relationship. It might be worth it to spend the money sometimes, right? Um, and then a final suggestion, if your kids are big enough, get them going in the chores too. They can help, right? And so you see there's a lot of different solutions here for chores. But I think that um, the key is to first, like, get an awareness of what all of the chores are, right? Being aware is always the first step in anything. And so then the second step I want to share with you, my heartfelt wisdom and advice is to be sure to show appreciation for the chores your husband does. Like when you notice him doing one of the chores, thank him or compliment him. You guys, I'm serious about this. Like even if it's something he agrees to do and that you expect him to do, this is so important because appreciation gets right to your husband's heart. It makes him feel respected for the time that he puts into helping you in the household. It's also just a really kind thing to do. And there is a super cool benefit as well that I should tell you about. When people receive praise for a job well done, they're more likely to do it again. Seriously. Just so thank him often and lavishly. And I just want to say this is such a better job of, it was such a more positive way of handling the problem is instead of complaining every time something isn't done, which makes your husband feel like crud, compliment him every time that you see something right, because this makes him feel good. And just think about when we feel bad, we like we have lower energy and we do less and right and we just kind of it's just yucky. But when people are complimenting us and praising us, that encourages us to go on for sure, right? So keep that in mind. And now, step 3. This one I'm also very serious about. Do not under any circumstance micromanage the chores that your husband takes. If your husband agrees to be responsible for emptying the dishwasher, but he puts the pots in the wrong spot in the cabinet, don't criticize him for it. I mean, you might have to ask him where the pots are if you can't find them, but it doesn't have to be done critically, right? And sometimes we just need to think about, is it better to be kind or to be right? Like maybe the pots are just going to stay in the wrong place for a little while. I don't know. You'll figure it out. But just keep in mind and ask yourself, like, is it worth 
making my husband feel criticized and causing disconnection in our marriage, right? And you can answer that. There's only the right answer is whatever you think it is, right? So if you're going to let your husband do a chore, let him do it all the way. And my final little bit of heartfelt wisdom is to try to remember that your spouse is your teammate, not your enemy. He's your best friend. So like tackle this together, figure this out together, make it so you both win. There should be no losers in the chore war, right? And I hope that you can see the best way to get the help that you need is to be proactive about deciding who will do what, plan ahead, and then be really appreciative of what is done for you, right? Okay. So I know that this is definitely easier said than done. If you would like to work on this with a coach, reach out to me and I would love to work with you and help you. So thank you so much for listening in today. Please let me know if you have any specific questions. And remember, especially if you're feeling overloaded and overwhelmed, download my guide to guilt-free self-care and join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next week.